What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you caught yesterday's episode, I was talking about awesome virtual events that are coming up in the next week, next week or so. Stuff whilst we're all trapped at home without guitar shows in person, without some live music, some stuff that's making up for that. Awesome, cool events that are really something different and really some kind of bits of light, bits of highlights in these uh, kind of times when things can get a bit monotonous, can get a bit uh, stuck at home, can really be missing and craving all these guitar and music related events. And there's some great virtual stuff that people are putting on, putting a huge amount of effort into to fill that gap. And uh, it's it's always good to make time to do it. So I've been covering that as much as possible over the last bunch of episodes. Um, and last episode, I covered quite a few things coming up from ESP, from PRS Guitars, and went over the Bandcamp Live stuff again. Well, I thought I'd carry on because I did promise at the end of that that I will keep trying to point out these things because it's great for everyone. It's great for the community. It's great for just for your your sanity at the moment, you know, for all of us. It really is to be making some time to engage with some cool things and to look forward to interesting things coming up. Um, so I've got another one to point out for you this year. And it's also answering a question which has been going around with what is happening with NAM this year. So I think a lot of people know, uh, of course, that NAM got cancelled, the in-person show. The NAM show got cancelled. Uh, it was supposed to be 18th um, weekend of the 18th of January, around the time it always is, got cancelled because, of course, the whole whole thing that's going on. Um, so obviously got cancelled and a lot of people knew about that because it was big news um, and, and also kind of predictable. But um, you know, it's kind of not a lot of people are that certain on what's happening in its place. They know there's maybe some kind of virtual thing, but they don't necessarily know, don't necessarily know when it is, what to expect. Is it worth going? I thought I'd give a quick overview of it here. What is happening with the NAM show this year? Another little thing that is a virtual cool event that might interest you uh, guys who, who are who are able to attend it or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so I thought I'd just throw an overview of it as well, because whether you're interested in going, whether you're going to, you know, check it out at all, it's also just kind of interesting to know about what what's happening and what's happening with these virtual shows, what are people trying to achieve and uh, what they're doing that's supposedly a little bit different than, you know, in other places. Um, so anyway... Here we go. I'm going to take you through what is happening with the NAM show this year. Of course, it's all virtual, nothing in person, and they have called it Believe in Music Week. Uh, so instead of it being called the NAM show virtual or whatever, it's Believe in Music Week. The idea right off the bat with the name, as you can tell, is that it's supposed to be uh, not just sort of the NAM show, but put online, but edging a bit more towards providing a space that's supporting the music community and providing something which is trying to provide a lot of support and bring a lot of people together from all sorts of different aspects of the music industry to uh, show the strength and and support and love and everything in the industry. So that's kind of more the idea, a bit more positivity behind it than just saying the NAM show online or whatever. Um, it's also, just to let you know, going to still be taking place from January the 18th to January the 22nd so uh, coming up in around about 10 days from when you're listening to this um, you can find all the links to all the information everything that I am talking about in the description of this podcast um, they've got this website believeinmusic.tv you can also get access to it from the usual NAM website um, although I found that it's not that, that simple on there I think a lot of the confusion around what's happening with the NAM show is this is not that simple to find it's kind of one like I say one of the reasons I wanted to cover it uh, I don't think this information was 
super well publicized after the initial announcement of it's cancelled and we're going to do something called Believe in Music. Like, and, and it gave a vague idea of what it would be. That, that was kind of it in the large spaces. And um, since then, I don't think it's been super well publicized compared to some of the other virtual shows. Like the PRS stuff I talked about in the last episode, I've heard a, a bunch of times, like in different kind of hits from press releases or whatever, and people talking about it and updates. You know, I keep. I feel like I've kept getting that stuff. Um, the Nam stuff. I don't feel like it's been as out there in some of the other spaces. Um, obviously, I've kind of kept an eye on it myself, but I don't feel like I've seen it outside of the actual site itself, where I, I went and deliberately sought it out. Um, so I have put the links in the description, which I always do. Um, but especially in this case, it's it's actually useful because it's not super easy to navigate to. Um, if you just Google "Believe in Music Week," it's fine. But if you like go Nam show. Um, and just go to the normal NAM show website. I didn't, I felt like this should be blaring right there all of the time. And sometimes I really found that it wasn't there. Um, anyway, as we approach it, I'm sure it will be right there and easy to find, but links in the description. So what in the world is going on with the Believe in Music Week? I'm just going to give you an overview. It's obviously a very big event. It's obviously not just focused on guitar. As always, it's focused on every aspect of the music and musical instruments industry and musical equipment industry and all this stuff. So there's a lot there's a lot there but I'll give you a brief idea so you've kind of got three basic segments of what's going on um the first one is called believe in music tv like the website believeinmusic.tv these are obviously live streamed things and videos um and the purpose of them a few different things so there are these kind of nam u things like these nam university videos which they've done some of before and, and and it's going to be part of this believe in music week as well so the believe in music tv will have some of these nam u videos nam university as the name suggests it's kind of industry professionals industry guru people talking about kind of giving i don't know if you want to call it like a ted talk style thing not not necessarily but giving like a, a presentation or a lecture god that makes it sound boring doesn't it but giving giving a kind of presentation about some some uh knowledge and experience that they have in the industry some insight um obviously like intended more for industry professionals so if that's you this could be interesting um i you know i think there's stuff about like how to make your brand take off on social media and you know stuff like that i think um from mr mcguru face or whatever but like anyway it's it's um it's stuff like that that you can find um on there from that thing there's also i believe like gear related video like presentation things so like what some brands are doing on their own sites and their own virtual shows that is in there as well um to some extent and there is also uh live stream music which we're going to get onto as well because the live stream music performances are a really really big central part of this which makes sense both for the nam show both for what we expect from that for the name believe in music though especially would you you would expect that it's going to be supporting musicians in the actual making of music and promote and present it does that um that seems to be somewhat separate from brands brands as well as attached to them so if brands are working with artists to present stuff it seems that that might be part of it but it also just seems just straight up musicians presenting live stream performances is just a part in itself i think that's fantastic and that's more interesting for a lot of people um because although we're all kind of gear and guitar nut people like i say at the end of every single episode of this show it does all come back to music and i think 
whilst the in-person interactions around gear and the community around that can be so fulfilling and we also get a lot of that in the virtual spaces we know i think some of these shows have struggled to really bring in the enthusiasm of people to interact and and communicate and and join together virtually around just the gear and i think bringing in fans dedicated fans of music who want to watch their these people perform their favorites or bands they love artists they love perform and a live stream and support them that could really bring in a lot more enthusiasm and uh, kind of interconnectivity i think that's interesting as well as it's supporting musicians which we're 100 about all the time and especially right now um as also like um they, they there's also a bunch of other kind of video content i'm not going to go into the deep dive but there are kind of sessions and and all sorts of little live things and little presentations all the kind of things you could think of that might happen at the nam show they're trying to kind of get that into the believe in music tv there's also the um training segment is the second segment so like i say they have these nam you kind of things which is about um people giving presentations the training segment of this is more about like i guess workshops and they're going to try and do some virtual interactive stuff where it's uh kind of i guess some presentations as well but uh people actually interacting and um again if you're an industry person working in the industry stuff like working on your brand or working on building your business and all this sorts of stuff in there um and then the third and final one which is interesting is instead of just gear presentation they are doing what they're calling a matchmaking marketplace so this is for bringing buyers and sellers together i guess the idea is in a business to business sense especially to facilitate that and make and try and smooth out the difficulties that come with switching from virtual when you're used to doing an enormous amount of your business um, in person to person and people rely on that and that's a big part of why people go to NAM. some people just that's how they fill up their order books or that's how they fill up the majority or a huge segment of their of their uh order books or at least settle things going forward to get get the ball rolling on things that will basically fill out their order books for the next year that's not there with the NAM show gone uh of course we can all just jump on zoom calls and stuff but that does not facilitate that kind of um business to business conversation stuff in the same way so they've got this marketplace but um my understanding with the way they're phrasing it is it could also still be interesting in other ways um if you're in if you're interested in everything guitar and industry it's obviously interesting itself but bear in mind this is still the nam show and usually the focus is more on business to business right that's 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 usually more the focus it's not necessarily um focused on on us however the wording of this is still more to do with like you know you can win prizes and there's product giveaways and they're talking about connect with your favorite brands and that's the wording around this it does suggest to me that this is also something for um making it easier for brands supporting brands in this way which i think makes complete sense making it easier for brands to sell to us and making it easier for us to buy from brands so it does seem to be genuinely more of a marketplace open up not just for a business to business thing which is which is possibly interesting it's 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 kind of half and half it's it's a bit of wording on that it's a bit of wording on uh talking about connecting industry members together so it, it's still not this is not just like you know if reverb runs an event online you know reverb.com running an event obviously that would be for everyone buying and selling and all of us as just guitar nerds and geeks and stuff i'm not going to tell you it's that it doesn't sound like that but um, there is a bit more of a focus in the wording and in the language they're using to kind of, I feel like, draw more people in than just the strictly business-to-business sounding language they usually use. We'll see how it plays out. Um, they don't necessarily give a full in-depth idea of like, yeah, you can just come on and do this or only business-to-business. But uh, I would suggest it's not just a 
do what you want marketplace but that it is possibly at least of a little bit more interest to step in some kind of more open direction than we're used to seeing but with the same general focus of um of the nam show anyway interesting um another interesting thing about it is apparently they're using a bunch of like ai software to match make people fascinated to see how that goes um i'm wondering if we can get some people on who might be involved with it there's a lot of bigger brands i don't know about the smaller brands if they're being involved in this that much um although there are definitely some fascinated to see how that goes and if that works and if that genuinely is is that just like some kind of weird speed dating thing where they're like well we've run your your matches you know and it's just like well it's just someone with a clipboard it's just decide it's just it's just it's just gone around the room and asked if anyone could be bothered to spend more than three minutes with me so i don't know whether it's just that's that's just advanced speed dating somewhere they're using i don't know i don't know how it works like that maybe, maybe it's not even that sophisticated maybe it's literally just some kind of just some kind of tinder swiping system um but who knows one of the interesting things that kind of answers a question that i posed in yesterday's episode when i was talking about the prs live 2021 event that's coming up next week which you can uh enjoy and have very much is uh focused on presenting things to you and me and uh, as the guitar nerd consumer just bedroom players professional players every everybody not business to business um what you can find on this believe in music.tv site is the prs logo so prs apparently are taking part in this that was something i'd asked if prs and esp and stuff are running their own shows are they not gonna take part in these virtual shows does that even include nam well there's there's esp and prs are both on this site so they're apparently doing both they're doing their own show like three days four days before (laughs) before believe in music week and then they're in believe in music week at least in the kind of marketplace section is where their logos show up um i don't know if then if they're necessarily going to be doing a whole bunch of video presentations and artist presentations and things like that if they've already done all of that like three four days before like i say um sounds like they're kind of maybe here for the uh kind of business and sales and that sort of side of things and the presence but more of their focus in terms of presenting a lot and being um very creative in terms of presenting video presentation things like that they're doing that more in their own shows and i wonder how deliberate it was to plan those before now so that they can they they can get on the hype of that themselves and build that before nam actually happens so that they've done that they've already achieved that before they then partake in the virtual show um, i wonder if that was planned deliberately before the the believe in music week um i don't know um but interesting to think about um so yeah basically on the tv uh believe in music tv the focus on the video side of it is obviously massive um you've got sessions you've got events broadcasted you've got live music stuff you've got what they're calling artist tv where you've got live music but also like interviews and artist appearances which is very cool and there's also gear tv so that's where you're going to get actual presentations of gear um uh i don't know to what extent believe in music tv and nam show and stuff is helping uh facilitate that for brands i don't know if that's just really just going to be like um you know for example if brands already make videos for their own youtube channel will they just make kind of a special one for this will it look any different will it be um you know something more exciting to draw us in rather than just like well yeah they put out youtube videos every week who cares if they happen to put this one out also on this site i watch them anyway that's something that some of the online spaces have struggled with the fact that we go yeah i've talked about this before that we go yeah well i can interact with that brand with the same level of content 
every single week on their channel. I don't need to go to another space so it doesn't attract us as easily. Interesting to think about. Again, all of this, there's going to be this slightly businessy focus of it, industry focus of it because it's NAM. Um, but it does seem to be, again, a little bit more worded as if it's focusing forward on this could be attractive and engaging to you. And it sounds like there could be some different things than just the usual what we get on YouTube anyway. Um, I know when Guitar Summit ran the uh, webcam online that um, they got a lot of like YouTubers and stuff to do some really cool, more long form presentations, more in-depth presentations, different to what they are doing day by day, week by week on their YouTube channels. It would be cool if we see this here as well. A lot more interesting. Um, so that's basically the overview of what you get. There are a ton of events on here. There's a ton of artists. Um, there are a ton of artists engaging in live performances, a ton engaging in like interview what they call these opening sessions each day where it's like uh kind of like a an interview discussion to kick up the day with big ideas and you know stuff like that um they also have a bunch of artists in the kind of artist tv thing which will do like interviews about more their music and there's also um you know artists uh on the in the gear stuff so very very cool and they're hitting all the kind of aspects that you expect in Amsterdam, you know, there's stuff about uh, advocacy and education, there's stuff about um, and basically every kind of aspect of the technology side of things as well. So if you're into production, not just guitars, if you're into every kind of thing that could be possibly re related to the NAMM show, it is all there. Um, and that's the way that they're presenting it in terms of like presentations and discussions, in terms of live performances, in terms of product presentations and like gear stuff. And then also in um in terms of these slightly more interactive elements of well it does seem extremely well put together it seems extremely comprehensive and it seems more varied than perhaps some of the other shows have managed um i i would imagine that's to do with scale and budget the scale and budget that uh nam and all the the, the pool that they have can bring in and could bring together um makes that makes that possible that's what i would imagine um i, I would at least imagine that that's part of it um because it does seem absolutely massive um in terms of the stuff i usually focus on and talk about it's still saying that the boutique guitar showcase is gonna be present um so that's interesting because i'm often on this podcast and what i do focusing on uh, unique guitars what's often falls into boutique guitars falling into uh, talking about luthiers the lives and, and work of, of of luthiers out there and all the fascinating interesting human stuff that goes into that so obviously i'm very interested to see the boutique guitar showcase and how that transitions to this virtual space as well very very cool i just want to give you a brief overview like i say there's so much on there so much information i could like just go full force into it but i also feel like that could be another reason people aren't necessarily super sure what's going on and what's up with this event and is it just nam online or what's what's called believe in music what does that mean uh, because this they're doing so much which is impressive i'm not putting it as a negative but i think for some people it can mean that they're just sort of presented with all this information all these events and they don't necessarily feel like they've got a solid grip on on this you know just give me like you know 15 minute overview what is this? What's going to be there? So that's what I wanted to do today so that you guys got it. If you want to learn more, though, if you want to get more in-depth and kind of tickles your interest or you're just curious, like I say, all the links to this are in the description of this podcast. So you can check it out there. Okay, so that's enough blathering on about 
the NAM show or Believe in Music Week or whatever's happening. Um, <laughs> I just did 15 minutes on it and I still don't know. But um, that's enough of that. Hopefully that gives you an idea of what is happening, at least answers that question. Maybe gets you interested and maybe gives you another thing to to check into and 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 you know not just feel like there's nothing happening in the world right now there's nothing going on uh one of the things that's linked in the description is the list of the kind of artists and um well there's a bunch of pages about all the artists and people that are taking part so even if you're not you know able to like register for this and stuff or, or engage with this um with how that works um and i've never found that i'm ever clear about like am i allowed to register for stuff like blah 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 um like for me now i work in the industry but before i did um, I just never felt that was clear and part of that is because it changes year to year and part of that is because they're slightly coy about it because they don't necessarily want like a big banner on their homepage obviously saying like these are the people that are not allowed these are the people we don't allow in you know it's it's not it's it's about welcoming it's about welcoming to the people who are in the industry and do can go so obviously that's not what you focus on um, but like I do feel like the downside of that is it's never been super clear to be honest uh, and it, like I say it's changed year to year some days you have like the trade days and in the afternoon when normies can go and other, uh, and everything um you know i've never found that super clear um but uh in this case i find it even less clear which i find weird because surely this is when you want to be super clear about it because being virtual uh you know usually you just assume what we know nam the nam show is a trade thing it's not a public guitar show it's not like that the focus is on trade they might sometimes some years in some setups have have times where it's expressly like anyone can get in on this point they might have certain there's always been certain lenience in the rules where it's like oh i'm kind of connected and i'm helping this guy out and then you can get in and stuff um you know for sure however it's always been understood we all understand like this is a trade show it's trade focus it's business to business that's the focus and so if you don't work in the industry that's the general assumption um but that assumption goes away because it's virtual, right? So for me, that assumption completely disappears. Like I say, I, I do work in the industry, so I can, I can, I can go, and I know that regardless of what the rules are, I can register for this. However, online show you can register called Believe in Music, language being all about let's bring the whole community together, let's support artists by broadcasting them to the world of enthusiasts and players of all levels. That's the language here. That combined with virtual, combined with the naming instantly gets rid of all of those assumptions about this is a trade show i assume it's just for the trade that's gone and so my assumption now is no assumption i'm like because if this was a show under any other name not the nam show i would assume anyone can come to this and they want as many people as possible to come not just anyone can come they'll be going oh please everybody do come uh bring everyone you know even if they don't like guitar bring them let's see if we can get them into guitar please that's what the other virtual shows are like of course which is great um if it was the NAM show in person, you assume trade. NAM show, but change to believe in Music Week, all about supporting artists, all about the community, but it's online. I feel like they really should be way more clear in this case because there's just no assumption. They should be very clear about who is this for, who can come. I love all the positivity of it. I love the positivity of it being called Believe in Music and, and all this stuff, you know. Whether you think it's cheesy or whatever, I like the positivity of it. I like that it's focused around support and positivity. Great. It would be really good to know if this is just trade only, though, because if you're phrasing it all around that and there's all these mentions of community and musicians of kind of all levels and bringing everyone in and enthusiasts, and then certain people try to register and they have to have an occupation in the industry. 
not great, kind of deflates you. Um, I can tell you that when you go to the registration form, it doesn't give you any more information. You put in your first name, your last name, your email, you put in your organization and your job title. Those are required. However, what's the process for checking there? You know what I mean? I mean, what's you don't have to put in a URL. You don't have to put in something that links to a company. I'm not suggesting you lie on the form. I'm just wondering, like, how strict are the rules on this? I have to put in an organization, a job title. Sounds like it's trade only, right? Um, but all the language speaks otherwise to me. And the fact that it's a virtual show speaks otherwise to me. Here's a hot take. If this is only trade with all the language they use and the, and the fact that it's virtual and the way the world is right now, and the supposed shift of focus of the show from not just being a virtual NAMM show, but to really be about promoting the music industry at, in all facets of it in what is a really difficult time. And it's only for the trade? Fuck that. Fuck that. Because here's the thing. People have mixed feelings about tampering with the trade-only kind of formula for the NAMM show in person. And there's a good reason for that. And the main reason, there's actually a bunch of reasons, but one of the reasons that I think is very, very, very convincing for that is that um, it basically clears the way for you to be able to focus on that and to be able to achieve what you need to achieve in a business sense there. And then the other shows, you can interact with customers. You can't necessarily be your best self presenting to customers, interacting with everyone. The in-person stuff is not just for like, yeah, sure, pick up a catalog, buy. You don't want to be doing that. And we've all seen people at shows get kind of tired and do that. It's not good enough. What they want to be able to do is stand there and have a conversation with a customer for half an hour because that's the uniqueness of the show. These shows cost quite a lot of money sometimes to go to. Well, I've already got an online store. I've already got Reverb. I've already got following on social media. Why should I go to the show? It's that extra layer of interaction. It's standing there, forming a connection with people, having a half-hour conversation with them, nerding out about pedals, showing them that's who you really are. You're just a pedal nerd. That's why you build pedals, for example. That's huge. That's the massive positivity of those shows in the person-to-person customer sense. To do that and also you know, engage with people in terms of meetings, really bring people in the booth, sit down with them, talk with dealers, talk with this, do the, you know, without going into it, do all the business to business stuff. Very difficult. Very difficult to do both. Light networking plus the customer stuff, absolutely you can do it. And the other shows are great for that. Um, You know, they have like networking kind of things after the show's closed for the public and stuff, you know, at seven in the evening or whatever. And also you just, everyone goes to restaurants and everyone does this. The networking can absolutely happen. But the the real nitty gritty kind of business to business stuff after that, you know, people say like, I don't want my customers in there, not because I don't want to interact with my customers, but I want to do that separately. You know, I, I want to go to a show two months after NAM and just do customer stuff. But I want to go to NAM in January, start of the year, and you really get the business stuff kind of set for the year. That's really a lot of the point of it um, for a lot of the people that go. That doesn't hold up in the virtual space. For me, that doesn't hold up nearly as well in the virtual space because it's it's you're in virtual spaces my customers can't come up to me and be around me and then i have to feel like i separate myself from my business side of things in the same room in the same space where it's loud where it's hard to hear everyone anyway oh can we go and find a private room someone can we book a meeting room that doesn't happen in the virtual space i can 
If I'm having a platform with a bunch of videos running and a page where I present my work, that's where the customers go. And I can interact with them at scheduled times on live streams. And then I have my business stuff over here where we have, or, you know, whatever the, whatever facilitation area for that AI matchmaking, whether that's customers or business to business. Or, you know, I have that in a separate system on a separate tab, on a separate page, in a separate bit of the software. So it's easy. So I don't know how it is, but if this is just trade... Is that really what we need right now? Because everyone has already spent the entire last year finding a way to run their business without being able to meet in person. And I think it's fantastic if they want to support that because people do need support because it's really hard. So if they if they are here and saying part of what we are doing, even the biggest part of what we're doing is providing support for people trying to run their business without in person without all the amazing things that can happen in person both at the nam show and outside and we're going to provide tools and a week where we can really invigorate people's businesses and get them into working in a non-person person kind of great please do that not just like that's great shrug it off yes i love that please do that um but the idea that you couldn't do that and also have something more open i don't agree with that that's a very mild disagreement, but look, they've put a huge amount of work into this as it is. Who who am I? I should fuck off and just say, look, they've done a huge amount of work. I can plan all this and do all this. I should shut up. That's where I would stand. The problem for me, the reason that I get a little bit more riled up about it is one, I think it's an underestimation of how much you need the other side of it to bring the community in, to bring everyone together. And if this doesn't do that, I don't like it. The marketplace language sounds like that. that this is what this is doing. It, it brings in us the the community but i don't know um i don't know um i think they are i think they are to some extent but is it fully i don't know can i register i don't know when i register you know the register thing do you mean like there's a separate thing for get involved right so it's like that's a separate process so i don't i don't know um i don't know if i if i've misunderstood that but the reason i'm going through this right now and telling you like i just don't understand it that's kind of my point. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm taking you through this process of me looking at the form and going through the website and still not giving you an answer um, to try and present you with a problem I find with this, which is this should say at the top, if this is for everyone, if this is to bring the community together, it should just say the language which suggests that sounds great to me. But if you give me a bunch of language and that's my problem is not that they focus on the business because they should, because that's what they do. My problem is if you have all this language, believe music week, bringing everyone together, bring the community in, bring all the enthusiasts in, and you say all those things all over every part of the site, and then at the end, I go to try and get involved, and it's like, well, most of this you can't access without having a pass, virtual pass, for which you need a job title with a registered organization or whatever. Like, I hope it's not that, because that is disappointing. Um, I don't think it's what is needed, and I just think you've kind of got people's... Um, you kind of like created a misunderstanding. Like I say, I don't think this stuff is ever clear, but at least we have the assumption of Nam show in person is for trade, is for business. Um, that isn't here for all the reasons I've discussed. It's very suggestive to me of this is different, but then it's not clear that that is definitely the case. And if it is the case, it should just be stated. It should say this is open. It's for everyone. Come on in. Let's let's celebrate this community and industry together. That's not in there as as. Uh, as clearly as I would like in terms of rules and stuff. And I find that weird and it's weirding me out. Um, so like I say, I don't really know. Um, 
I've been through everything I could find on it, and maybe I look. There is more than uh, a small chance that I am a complete idiot, and I do not understand this. Um, when it says gathering a global audience, it says like bringing together communities, bringing together music makers, now members, so that don't make sense, like businesses or that, and global media. But that's kind of the normal people that are allowed in anyway. But also like the commun, but also could be different. Um, you know, uh, when it says the marketplace thing, like I read before, it kind of makes me sometimes go one way and then read the next sentence and I think it goes the other way. This customized brand experiences and matchmaking, but that sounds business to business. Live chat and meeting options sound business to business, but then it says connecting with customers um, and that could obviously be business to business, but then some of the other language about um, enthusiasts and connecting you with them is suggestive of us. So it's weird of us if we're not in the music industry. Weird. Um yeah, that would be my one kind of downside on it. I'm very positive about this in general, by the way. Um, reading through everything, I think it's fantastic. I hope that my positivity came across as I was going through it. I think it's amazing how much they brought together. And again, I'm always positive about these virtual events and doing so much for our industry and community and for music and musicians at a time when it is very difficult for all of us in so many ways. So I, I'm very, very positive about it. I just kind of wish, like, just make this clear um, in general, but especially right now for this. Um, and if it is the case that this is really just trade to trade, um, totally understand if that's like a restrictions thing. Like, look, we took a huge amount of work to build this together as it is. We couldn't go, we couldn't stretch ourselves any further. Then I completely understand if it's a conscious choice to go like, yeah, that's not what we think people need. Then I personally disagree. Um, and I also think that if that is the case, that should have been very clear, um, and stuff like that as well. But anyway huge amount of stuff on here one thing i will say that i that is stated clearly at least to some extent um that i think is very positive as well is that it mentions about bringing together social media influences uh, influencers in terms of pr- uh like promoting the event and in terms of getting involved so when, when it when it talks about the media are a part of this it also specifically mentions social media and like new media or whatever you want to call it um people that's amazing because I don't know if you've ever heard this from YouTubers and stuff, but um, Nam for a long time, which is just the most bizarre thing in the world, it's the most ass backwards thing in the world. The Nam show in person has had a problem with like uh, sometimes with YouTubers where people get told to stop filming, people get told that they're not supposed to be like coming in here and presenting shows. We we've all seen the YouTubers do it every year, but some people have been told to stop, especially like independent guys, not necessarily with like a kind of team. Most stupid and ridiculous thing. We all know that's completely ass backwards. That's not how the world works anymore. It's certainly not how this community works by a long way. It's not the way this community is heading. If you want to have a show which is vibrant and brings in more people each year and is sustained in terms of its interest as a big necessary show without that coming into question, um, having it projected outside to the world so the rest of us kind of watch salivate and go, look at all that gear. I wish I was there um, from a including from an industry insider perspective if you say you don't particularly want to open up the show just other people who've started small businesses who are considering well which shows do i want to go to even industry veterans who go do i want to go back to nam if you have all these youtubers making all these videos there and you see all these comments of us salivating going oh i wish i was there that's going to make everybody including industry people want to come to your show realize the vital importance of your show um yeah, so why in the world? Not only don't stop people filming, you should be giving YouTubers 
in my opinion, uh, the big YouTubers especially, they should be who do the coverage that they particularly enjoy, you know, at their own discretion and whatever, or, or quite, a, in my opinion, quite a wide range of them. They should be paying for their hotels. They should be inviting them, personally inviting them, giving them some VIP events, running some YouTuber events, doing some matchmaking with YouTubers and brands. Um, they should be massively facilitating that because uh, I got to tell you something right now. Uh, before I was kind of working in in the industry and stuff, my caring about the NAMM show, my understanding how important it was, the only reason that existed in my head was because of YouTubers and people presenting it. So uh, they should be doing everything they can to facilitate that. And now I work in the industry and 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 uh, if this was not cancelled this year, I would be going in person. So, um, and I'm now following the online thing and just tearing my hair trying to figure out what the hell it is. <laughs> so no, uh, looks fantastic. Uh, wish some things were a bit more clear. Wish some things were a bit different, but there's a difference which I think is great. And I hope that sustains for when hopefully the NAM show comes back in person and, and stuff like that. Um, that social media is kind of... Oh, greeted with open arms and influences and stuff are seen as vitally important that shouldn't just be a virtual thing that's vital for the in-person show as well especially in guitar world and obviously that's the only thing i really know uh anything about and even there obviously i'm an idiot because i can't even work out how an online show works i'm that stupid anyway enough ranting about that enough gear stuff as i say if we're going to talk about believing music and as i mentioned earlier uh we believe music here for sure as cheesy as it might sound as i say um so we always finish with a music suggestion and today i want to suggest a performance it's from an audio tree far out session i've suggested before because i absolutely love them i love the audio tree stuff love the far out sessions and this is paul bearer the band paul bearer performing dropout amazing you gotta love paul bearer man massive gnarly guitar tones huge sound amazing video and amazing performance here as always from the audio tree far out stuff you got to check it out it's great link to that in the description or if you just search on youtube for paul bearer audio tree far out you will find it amazing you just got to check out um paul bearer in general they've actually done a couple of these audio tree far out things they're both great i happen to pick this one but amazing you're amazing you're gonna love it so check out the link in the description for that if you want to try and the um that kind of see all the amazing stuff that's going on at the Believe in Music Week. It really is an insanely huge program, I guess, as you'd kind of expect. Um, ton of guitar stuff, ton of great stuff. Um, looking to be in there. Go and check out the other links in the description of this podcast. I have blabbed on far too long about guitars and music, as always, but I'll still be back tomorrow with another episode. So, how about that? So, until then, listen to a bunch of music play a bunch of guitar look after yourselves look after one another and yeah i'll catch you tomorrow